On this week's episode of the Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the Writers Guild of America no longer allowing video game awards for writing. PlayStation 4 Crossplay exits its beta and is now a fully featured item for developers. We talk heavily in depth on that. Also, this week we talk about Beto's new current fascination with collecting retro video games. Why is he collecting? How is he collecting? What is the most important thing for him to collect? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Control Podcast. I'm your host Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza. And this week, no Joe. No Joe. No Joe at all. No Joe. Joe's a no show. No ho Jojo. You know, Joe is busy. You know, he let us know. He's like, guys, I'm going to let everyone, I'm going to let the fans down. And I said, you know what, Joe? Don't worry. You have, you have your own responsibilities. We got this. That's what I said. I said, we got this. Me and Beto got this. You do what you got to do. But I told him, you're going to be breaking some hearts. I hope you can sleep at night knowing that. And you know what he said, Beto? Mm. Nothing. He just hasn't replied back yet. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. The show must go on. The show must go. You want to know what we're up to. So, as always, Beto. What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my path, fool. For reals, fool. Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Uh, Death Coming. I started playing a a video game about death orgasming a bunch what really no oh okay. <laughs> uh actually i saw you play that last yeah. night yeah it's uh you're you in the beginning you die so you're your death's assistant so you're you gotta kill people it's, it's really similar to your uh untitled goose game that you is that what it's called untitled yeah, goose untitled game? Goose it's, game? there's some similarities to it it's yeah. like uh so say you got a like an area to map like a city and there's traps laid out through a whole city, like AC units or like fucking manhole covers that mm-hmm. you can uh, uncover. Have people fall and they die, right? Yeah. So the more more people that you, you kill at a time, the more points you get. But you also get three targets that you that you want to kill. Three people, three certain specific people that you want to kill. Yeah. And you got to kill them in a, like any way you want, really. Like they'll be like walking like under an AC unit, you knock the unit down, and it kills them. But it's also like a ranking, kind of like a ranking system. Mm-hmm. So we got the B, A, and the S rank. Uh, so they're all laid out, a bunch of traps. You got to try to kill them. But there's also some, like, some of them that you can't really get to them right away. Because, like, the first one that I played, there's a girl just chilling on, like, a, on a beach chair mm-hmm. in her front yard. And she's just chilling, right? And then there's somebody mowing the lawn behind them, behind her. And I was like, fuck, how do I kill this girl? <laughs> So I, I I thought I could like maybe scare her with the long guy mowing the lawn because you could click on him double tap yeah 
and it causes an action. So, like, it nudges over, like, an AC unit, a pot, or something. Oh, so it's, like, kind of, like, whatever action it could cause a ripple effect of other things to happen. Uh, no, more, more easy, just, like, if there's a, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, oh, you're, I was, I was, I was thinking <laughs> a little bit, high, bit behind, but yeah. yeah, so, there's a girl, she's on the, on her, on the, on the chair, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta lure her so you can kill her, mm. but you don't know how. Like you, you gotta figure out how to do it. Yeah. So there's a phone booth, like an old telephone po- telephone booth. Yeah. You click on it and it rings, and she's just like, "Somebody should get that" or something like that, right? And then uh, nothing happens. So I was like, "Fuck! How do I figure this out?" So what you you could do, or you, what I did, was uh, when the law, the guy mowing the lawn. I knocked down the AC unit above him. It killed him, and she gets scared. Oh my god! I'm gonna call the cops. Mm-hmm. She walks by a manhole cover. You knock. You you click on the manhole cover to open it. To open it, she falls in there and she dies. Oh shit! So okay. that's one of the objects that's completed. So do you get like multiple points for getting multiple him, kills? Hit multiple kills. Yeah. Okay. So it could be consecutive kills. So to say you kill that guy and then you kill her right after, it'll be a double kill. Mm-hmm. It's like a multiplayer game, triple kill. It does yeah, that shit. Yeah. So do you have a bar how much time you have until the chain is over? Like, uh, you know what? Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't check, but it, it's uh, it's it's within within a couple of seconds. Yeah. Cause, but what's cool is that you could get a bunch of people. Like there there's one part where there's a pool, mm-hmm. and you could kind of lure a bunch of people into the pool, and then uh, have like a a power cord. Yeah. Just like kind of break and then fall into the into the pool and electrocute all those people oh, and get a shit ton of kills and get a bunch of points. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why I've been playing. Really, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's on iOS too. It's like fucking two bucks or something. I bought it for six bucks on Switch though. But what made you? How did you find out about that game? Uh, Derek Acosta from Mega Sixty Four talked about it fucking months ago. Oh yeah, really? Or maybe weeks ago? I don't remember when. But he talked about it and just said how much he enjoyed it. And I was like, I'm trying it. It was cheap. So I just how much was it? it? Like six seven bucks. That's not bad. It's real cheap. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cheaper on iOS. If you want to get on iOS, it's two bucks. But, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. It's it's I've I've been playing it like a good amount lately. It's just fun. Over for MLB you. the show? No, I still been playing the <laughs> show. Like when I'm winding down, going to sleep, I'll play it in my bed. Uh huh. But uh, have yeah. you ever fallen asleep playing MLB? Mm, yes, I have actually. <laughs> yeah, when I'm really tired, I'll get home from work. I'm just like dozing off. <laughs> I just fucking fall asleep. But I'll, uh, it'll be real quick because like, you hear a pitch. You'll strike one. Oh shit! Like, <laughs> yeah, I've just been playing that. It's 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 fun getting like creative, trying to gather a bunch of people to kill people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I've been really playing. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? What's up, fool? Um, it's funny that you mentioned that game. I didn't play it, but I, I wonder if it's part of the. I've been wanting to get Apple Arcade because I've been hearing like, some be really cheap, good. Yeah, it might yeah. be on there. It's cheap. I've been meaning to get that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like It's five bucks a month But I think they give you The first month for free So I want to try to jump on Trial, that Before yeah. it's, it's it's done And just see it you know Yeah So I'm not big on iOS f- games But mm-hmm. if I could try a ton of stuff And then Yeah I'm there's done, some stuff That you can that, pick up yeah. then that's Especially cool. now that you can play With a controller Yeah Yeah that's really cool Actually this week I didn't really play a lot I, I was super busy um, But there was one game I did play I ended up getting a game for the Nintendo Switch called Monster Boy, and it's a game I've been wanting to try and pick out for a long time, but finally made me, like, push the, you know, like, actually dive into it, was, um, Wario64 had retweeted that it was back in stock, second printing, and I knew the one that I had my eye on was the first printing, and I don't know why I was just like, I gotta get that now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just like, I gotta get it now. So that kind of pushed me to get it. Yeah. But I always heard a lot of cool things about uh, the Monster Boy games. 
because it's actually part of the Wonder Boy series. Old, like, uh, Sega Master System game, and they've done a, a good amount of games. Uh, they even had, like, the Monster World. I think they had a total of four. Um, Johnny, what's his name? Johnny Millennial? Um, I think the Happy Video Game Nerd mm -hmm. or Console Gamer. I forget how he titles himself. But he talks a lot about the Wonder Boy series, and he always uh, caught my interest on those. So with this one, he said, like, this one's really good. So mm -hmm. I, I wanted to try it out, wanted to get it. And then that extra push from Mario 64, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll pick it up now. Picked it up. It's actually a really fun game because yeah. it's like a, a mixture of Metroidvania but platforming as well. You're able to change into, so far as long as i played, you ch I've only changed into, like, one animal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, depending on the animal, you get different abilities. But it's just regular hack and slashing, jumping, platforming, learning the puzzles, but also some backtracking. Some So far, I haven't done a ton of backtracking, but it's just kind of cool to see a game where it still has that type of animation, mm -hmm. where it's like the animation of like hand-drawn instead of like actual graphics, like computer graphics. And I had sent you a video yesterday because yeah. I thought you would have liked one where I was a pig mm -hmm. and how the pig attacks is like he'll, he'll punch. You just have to, it's like easier, easy moves where it's just like forward and like the the Y button for mm. attacks, and then uh, but if you hold the stick forward while you do that, he does like a combo move. So it's like swing one two swing, and then his stomach is the last punch, like a hard punch. Yeah. And then like you kind of have to duck down to hit smaller enemies sometimes, and and the pig's movement is just his his hand on his cheek, and he just kind of like dabs. Yeah. Like hitting it, and I thought that was really cool. I, I liked that kind of artwork and that animation. But so far, like what I've played, I haven't delved that much into it. But it's really fun because it has those type of it's it seems like a nice it's very similar you know those metroidvania games but a nice mixture of the platforming and that so i mean you do get that in, in most of those games but i felt like this one had both in mind and combine it really well so that's something that's really cool and it's paying homage to the original ones too and i was trying to find out i think they don't have the license for a lot of that stuff anymore but they still reference it and mm -hmm. give like a wink wink nudge nudge t to it if mm -hmm. i'm correct but I did play um, with the with the Sega Genesis Mini. There's uh, Monster World or Wonder. Is it, did they change it? I, I keep forgetting that. I know there's Wonder Boy, and then I think they did Monster World. Is was the other name, and now it's Monster Boy in this new one. So they've changed the name a couple of times, but it's all that I know. It's one thing. But the f number four never came out to America, if I'm correct, and it finally came out on the Sega Genesis Mini, finally translated, and I played that. And that game was really cool. It like if if you if I would have put this in front of you without like showing you the controller and just said, "Hey, play this," and told you, "Oh, this is a Super Nintendo game," you would have been like, "Yeah," because it's colorful and how the soundtrack is. You would have been like, "Oh yeah," because you can make some distinctions of like, "Oh, this is probably from the Sega." Yeah. Because you can tell the difference between Sega games and Super Nintendo yeah. games, but I think that one does a really good job of just kind of. They took advantage of everything that was that the Sega Genesis could do, mm -hmm. and just made it colorful and platforming and, and and just really nice. So that was another one I tried out. So that's what now I want to kind of backtrack because they've done remakes and re-releases of uh, uh, original Wonder Boy games and and the Monster World games and stuff. So I, I'm planning on downloading and and playing and trying those out because those are really cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it when it came. When it when it's come to games, um, do you want to talk about this, Bethel? What we watched today? Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, what did we watch today, Beto? We watched Joker. Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Now, before we say what we thought of the game, the game, <laughs> before we say what we thought of the movie, um, I want to say, what do you think? What did you think of Joaquin Phoenix's performance? Uh, I thought it was good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some parts. I mean, when he was just a regular character, Arthur, it was it was some parts were good, some parts were okay. But when he turned into a Joker, I I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, um, I think we'll just get right down to it. Uh, what do you think of the movie? Um, wasn't terrible. Yeah. Also wasn't good, so I'd say like a fifty-fifty. Yeah, maybe less. Yeah, forty-fifty, forty-sixty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It just like felt like for like the first hour and a half, nothing really happened. Not mm-hmm. much happened. Uh, I mean, stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying like, but like, not, it was just more of like a uh, you observing him going slowly turning into the Joker. Yeah. Shit that's happening that's going bad for him. And things just get more worse for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see him slowly going crazy. But a little too slow going crazy. And uh, yeah, it was just, I felt like it was just a huge build up to him turning into the Joker. What? Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. I just felt like it was right off the bat like... I'm not well in the head. It's like okay. No, I that's, felt I the bi- that's, that's all that was. I felt the build was already like it was already halfway through. The, we saw it where it was halfway through, and then it just took longer to get to the end. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, man, and it's just been like what this released a few hours ago, mm-hmm. and we watched this, and there's a lot of people that are saying this is the most amazing movie in the world, like it's a masterpiece, Oscar-worthy, stuff like that. Look, like Bethel says, not a bad movie. I 100% agree with him. When it's this type of stuff, sometimes I'm just kind of like, yeah, I didn't like it, and how people freak out. You know what I mean? Like, if you like, well, you didn't like it? It's like, well, yeah, I, just, I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't hate it. I've seen horrible movies. I've said this before. I've seen and read garbage Joker stories. <laughs> yeah. This is not a garbage Joker story. This yeah. was just mediocre. Mediocre. For me. Yeah. You know? But I think where this kind of grabs people are people who have not even really bothered in any of that stuff. Maybe read a, a one or two, mm-hmm. which is fine. But all I'm saying is if you watched the movie and you liked it, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong for, for not liking yeah. it. Yeah. Like, if you like it, all power to you, man. Don't take what we're saying. As like, oh, maybe I shouldn't check it out. Cause honestly, I, I watched it cause I want to check it out. I like, I like a uh, uh, Walking Phoenix. Yeah. And I didn't think he did that bad. You know, I thought, I thought, I think for for me, when I was telling you this earlier, I just wish he had more to do. Yeah. Because he's so good. I wanted to see him do more. Yeah. Cause there's moments where I'm just like, this is awesome, and other moments where I'm like, hmm, okay. And other moments where I'm just like, he's done that already. Like, mm-hmm. let's move on. Without spoiling anything. Yeah. Um, the one upside, though, we got some cool Batman cups. Yeah, we got some dope-ass Batman cups. Yeah. That's the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's just, I already know I'm getting shit. 
for yeah, like for it, it. it's cool that people like if they, if you like it, you like it. That's fi- that's yeah. f- that's fine. But I feel like it, it's not just this movie. It's with a lot of movies. Like people walk out of that theater, they go, like, oh, "That's the greatest movie I've ever seen." Yeah, it's like, no, that wasn't that good. Well, I remember he, when I first noticed that was when Dark Knight Rises came out. Mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises came out. I thought it was okay, um, but everybody was like. Like I, I felt like I was going crazy because we were like, "Oh, that was the greatest movie I ever seen!" Like everybody that came out of the theater was like, "That was amazing. That was better than the second one, better than the Dark Knight." I was like, "No, it wasn't." Yeah. And I think you have to wait till the hype turn yeah. goes down for people to like. Yeah, because dude, the fucking the Star Wars movies, people fucking love that shit. I'm like I don't think they're great. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not. Also not terrible, but also not very good. Yeah. But people come out of that theater just fucking saying, raving about it, saying how, yeah. how amazing it is. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I know it sounds snobby, but it's just that something I just didn't <laughs> like it. Yeah, it, it. I don't know, man. Like usually, usually, you know what was one that I needed to marinate for a while was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, yeah. that was one I See, had to I, like. I love that, like right, I, right away. I had to let it marinate. Yeah. You know, for a little bit because mm-hmm. I couldn't like I needed to see how it was, but I noticed like. I wanted to watch it again. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to go back. And then when Joe was just like, hey, you guys want to watch it? I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, I, I went to go watch it again. And I liked it a lot, you know? Uh, there's some movies where you can, yeah, you can, you're not saying that if you have a reaction right off the bat that it's wrong. No, sometimes, like, I remember the first time I saw Batman Begins, you know, I got to see it, like, two days before anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is fucking awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you about it. Like, yeah, we, I'm paying, we're paying for the midnight. And then yeah. I dug it. And then when Dark Knight happened, that was awesome, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I just wasn't, I didn't feel it. I wasn't, yeah, I was like, I wasn't going in there like expecting to hate it. I was, I was just like, I didn't expect much of it, but I, there's some stuff that was, that's good in it, but for the most part, it's just like, yeah, just not, not, not good. Not, not, not a... Like I didn't leave a theater like, like really fucking wanting to, to to rave about it really. Mm-hmm. That's why I just like I don't know. You know how I can usually tell when we when we're on the same level during a movie without having to talk to each other. Huh. If something happens in the movie, let's say something funny, right? And everyone in the audience laughs. And again, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. And then I notice both of us don't laugh. Mm-hmm. That's when I go, okay, we're on the same level right yeah. now. You know. And then they were giving out posters, and we took those posters, and Bethel put them off to the side. And when the movie was over, we got up. Bethel was like, "You want to take those posters?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm cool." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Nah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm all right." Yeah, but like going like, well, I don't, I don't want to spoil it because yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I just said like a moment. Well, there's a know. part with 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 a little person. Did you say that? You can say that. Okay. There's a little person in the in the movie. Something. There's a there's a joke made at his height. Yeah, Expe- so his expense of his height, and it it just wasn't funny. It just like it 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 missed terribly, and like some people laughed at it, and I was just like well, whatever. It, it's um, just something that's been done already. It, like, like I've been seeing people online talking about that, and I, one dude said like that. Like I guess the same thing happened too. Like he didn't think it was funny, and everyone laughed, and yeah. he's just like, is I don't know if the I don't I doubt it but he was just like 
it's the movie showing a mirror on us that we're hypocritical. Like pretty much like you see these people laughing like we're laughing at this where it's a mirror to us that we're hypocritical too. And I'm like, I don't think that's, I think he was just making a fucking joke. Yeah. Like that was supposed to be played for laughs. That's like Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips is kind of, that's kind of his humor. Like he, he, he'll make some shitty, like, I guess offensive, I guess you could say joke. Uh, and it just doesn't really pay off. Like I, I love the the Hangover. That was that was a great movie. Like old school is great, but uh, that's kind of his kind of humor, and mm-hmm. it just didn't work for that for for that setting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm not trying to be like this fucking woke person. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll make fun of like <laughs> anybody. Yeah. Really, it doesn't matter. It's like as long as it's not like out of out of hate, you know. Yeah. But uh, it just wasn't a funny joke. There's a comedian named Mark Norman. He was on Joe Rogan's po- podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, and he talked about um, he talked about a car. It was a really tiny car. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they pointed out to him to Mark Norman, and he goes, "Oh wow, that thing is tiny." And there's a comedian named Brad Williams. He's a he's a little person. Mm-hmm. He goes, "It kind of looks like Brad Williams." It's like that's just a fucking <laughs> funny little joke that he just because the car's so tiny yeah. and he's tiny. He's just like that looks like Brad Williams. And yeah. That's that's a funny little person joke. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's um, I. It got good at the end, like not good. It got better at the end. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy, like I was telling you, like at the end, like when it turned into a Joker, like I would, I would have loved to see something else happen. Is like that him. like I'm not? I'm, is that a spoiler saying that? He turned, he turned, oh yeah, he turns into a Joker. <laughs> I'm sorry, spoilers. He turns into the Joker, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I would have Joker, baby. <laughs> I would have loved for like to see a little bit more into like his uh, like the stuff he does after like when he when he's uh, the Joker. The first hour and a half should have been thirty minutes, and then the rest of the 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 hour and a half should have been. Or maybe half and half, whatever. Yeah, yeah, because I would have loved to see him like commit a couple crimes, not just the end, not just what happened at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's strange. Yeah, I mean. How many broken controllers out of ten do you give this movie? Um, six, six and a half, seven. Let's just say seven, because yeah. the, the end did kind of make up for it a little yeah. bit. I gave it seven broken controllers out of ten. <sighs> yeah. yeah, that was it's our a masterpiece. Movie. Seven <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> masterpiece. IGN. <laughs> did they give it a masterpiece? Give it like a nine or something. I'm see. I was uh, my theory was just like, oh, if you're a comic book fan, it, it's just. Stuff you've already known, but even I've seen some comic book fans say this is amazing too. So I'm just like, okay, maybe it's just me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. The Writers Guild of America confirmed today that it is dropping the video game category from its annual awards until further notice. 
In a statement to IGN, a WGA spokesperson confirmed that there won't be a video game writing award in 2020. The WGA did say that the category may return in the future, however, when there is a critical mass of video games covered by the WGA in order to provide a meaningful award selection process. The WGA awards have had a video game category since 2008. Previous winners include God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and The Last of Us. Very disappointed at the WGA for removing the video game category from their awards. That of The Last of Us 2 director Neil Druckmann tweeted in response to the news. A misguided slap in the face for writers and games. I've never joined the WGA, and never will. Proto and Half-Life creator Chet Felizek tweeted, To win this award, you had to be a member. When they asked us to join so we could win, we could pay dues but not vote because game writing isn't real writing. Not like having a short story published in Zine read by 12 people. It's unclear what the WGA means when it says a crucial mass of video games covered by the WGA, but the organization hasn't provided an explanation. Until then, it seems that video game writing will not be awarded at the WGA Awards for the foreseeable future. So you have to pay it looks to like get nominated, but they can't vote? I guess so. That's fucking stupid. Either way, like, it, it's fu- it's stupid. It's It's dumb, like... It getting taken out of the WGA, like video game writing, I understand the slap in the face. It's kind of fucked up because there is writing involved. It's telling a story. It's telling a narrative. God of War was a great story. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, oh, how they have to build a narrative is better than anything in a book or a movie or whatever. No, I'm not saying that. It's still creating a story. It's still creating... Creating a world, yeah. it's creating. It's it's still writing. It's it's yeah. still that. Them taking it out. I don't know if it's anything where they they think down on it because hey, if they think down on it, then why even be a part of it at all? I understand people's frustration, but it's just like, hey, if you think down on us, like f you. Our industry is is much better. It's not much better. I don't want to say that. Our industry is just like, if you can't see that. What we're also creating is us telling a story, is writing, is that, and you're just not gonna cover us maybe due to there's too many games to publish or there's too many games or whatever, then like, you're missing out in a way. You know, you're, you're behind the times. You're, you're, you know, just like how people say like, oh, if something streams on Netflix, it's not a movie unless it's in cinemas and stuff. Yeah, that's fucking everything nice. starts changing. People don't, yeah, they don't. People don't want to change with the times. They don't want to evolve. Yeah, which is uh, like, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, when Neil Gaiman, won, he a fucking long time. Was it Starman that he? Yeah, it was he, a uh, not Starman. Like it was um, Sandman. Sandman. He, he won for a short story in Sandman. And the night he won, it was also the night they pulled out of comics being able to win the for following, that award. The following year, no? For no, they, That night. Oh, that really? It went yeah. up. They, he won that night, and then that's when they went no more after yeah, that. Yeah, so that's that's it's kind of similar to that. I don't know if they're still, if they kind of changed. But, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what that reminds me of. Like, yeah. But like, oh, who fucking needs to Writers Guild? Like when, when Robert Rodriguez and uh, Quentin Tarantino, they, they left the Directors Guild, mm. it but that wasn't even really a big deal for them. Like it's just fucking just directing. Like what yeah. the I think they couldn't get nominated for stuff, but I think they changed after that. When and don't get me wrong, like winning awards, being recognized for your work, being recognized in a, in an industry, 
Like, don't get me don't get me wrong. That type of stuff is cool. Yeah. To be recognized for, but again, it's it's an award. It it makes me think of uh, the artist Greg Capullo. He does uh, artwork for for comic books. He's done artwork yeah, yeah. for like Batman. album co- certain album covers. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's done Batman too. Mm-hmm. Um, he. He was a guy, and he's a really cool guy. I met him, and I talked to him for a long time. He's a really <laughs> cool guy. Um, he was—he's the type of person I've seen him in interviews where he's like, "I don't care if I win an Eisner. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Winning an award means nothing to me. It's not—it's it, it like it doesn't matter if I win this. Oh, this pretend award, I don't care. Yeah. Like, what matters to me is my work, and and what I do. I don't need anyone to tell me. Oh, hey, you won this award for Best Artist of the Year. That's why he was talking about back in the day when there was Wizard Magazine. It used to be like a... Um, the top artist. The top artist, but it used to be like a little... What do they call it when it's like kind of seedy? It's all like a... Well, like it was just kind of like, hey... Fixed. Hey, it yeah, like, it's like fixed in a way where it's yeah. just like, hey, you're going to be down like two under, you know... Uh, uh, this artist, if you don't do this or whatever, yeah, or, yeah. hey, give us a cover for kind our magazine. Like bribing, it's like, well, fuck yeah. you. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about any fucking awards. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I always look at stuff. And don't get me wrong, if we ever win an award for this show, oh, we'll I, will, this I, will, I will. I will. I'm wearing a tuxedo. I'm not a Greg Capullo. But then at the same time, if we don't even get like anything, I'm just like, well, yeah, Whatever. you're right, though. Yeah, yeah. But if we get it, I'm crying up there. It's oh, like, yeah. all our hard work. <laughs> no, but like, uh, <laughs> I always think of that. I always think of him saying that. But no, people who appreciate that stuff or people who, who like that stuff, you're not, again, you're not wrong about that. You know, I'm just saying, like, I say to the WGA, like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck them. Like, who cares? Like, if you're going to be that way, just wait for those whoever's not going to be around anymore so once once it evolves like then yeah that could be a part of writing any you know it's with a lot of things you've got to wait for the for the old people that don't like what you're doing to fucking either leave or die and again this could also for all you know this could be a thing just to stir it up and then they're like okay we'll accept it back in you know you you never know sometimes people try to be stir up drama just to make attention on them put attention and then just oh no you know we lo- we learned our ways yeah we're hip we're cool to what the kids like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 jacked up there's a lot of people that work hard a lot of people who tell great stories but I, even then I, I think just like hey man you don't need to prove anything to anybody not to them if they're gonna yeah. be that way who cares yeah, what they them. think you know they're, they're, I mean the video game is kind of like a, the, they're the outsiders of that type of stuff yeah so right now it's just like fuck them like if 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 they were to change their mind then change their mind that's fine but for now just I, I, I have to just fucking worry about pleasing the fans of the games yeah or even just like the the video game awards I'm pretty sure they'll, do they have a category for best best like story in the game yeah they do, they do? okay worry about that that's cool yeah that's, I think that's a better accolade than than the WAGA stuff where people don't even fucking care about that yeah the official PlayStation Twitter account has just announced that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be leaving Sony Interactive Entertainment. Layden has been with Sony since 1987. Whoa. PlayStation announced Layden's departure via a tweet. It is with great emotion that we announce the Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. The Twitter account writes, We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful. For his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. 
Lane joined Sony as part of the corporate communications department in 1987. Lane later became president of Sony Computer Entertainment Japan in October 2007 before becoming a founding member and vice president of Sony Inter Network Entertainment International in 2010. In 2014, Lane succeeded Jack Trenton as president and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment of America. So there is an update on this. According to Game.IndustryBiz, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Asia President Atushi Morita also retired yesterday, the same day as CIE Worldwide Chairman Sean Layden. Morita's successor has not been named, but SIE Deputy President and SFO Kazuhiko Takeda has taken on some of Morita's corporate director duties. So I'm hearing all this stuff happening. And, and the rumors, these are all rumors. Again, I always say rumors because there's no official stuff. Is that Sony's shaking shit up with yeah, the new new, new systems mm -hmm. coming out and stuff next year. They're shaking stuff up. Which which is seems regular for a company, you know? But this is what I was going to say. This is why I brought up this topic. How much do they matter anymore? Sometimes you would have certain people be like the head and the focal point for each company you know for like you had reggie for nintendo he retired now it's doug bowser you know um you had xbox's phil spencer and then now we don't have anyone for for uh sony so, right now this is all like the last five years right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's only had it for a little while here's the thing i'm not being rude not being rude at all I think they'll, like, Doug Bowser, I don't care. You can't replace Reggie. I think Reggie was the last one. I think oh, this yeah. is, I think when it comes to heads, like top head people, I think it's not going to be as important anymore. Yeah. You know? The last one, I think, is Phil Spencer. I think yeah. he's the last he's one. Down, so. Yeah. And, and not saying whoever they're going to get isn't, for all I know, I'm going to be wrong. And we're like, yeah, oh, maybe. we love whoever Sony's, yeah. is, you know, top person is, whatever. But I think it's not. I don't know. For me, it's like after Reggie's gone, like it was just kind of like, oh, all right, and all that's left is Phil Spencer and um, Sean Layden. Sean Layden, and now it's just like Sean Layden's gone. And again, I'm talking shit about Doug Bowser, but I don't see him doing much at all as much as Reggie. You know, yeah. I don't. And I and I think to a point now, he doesn't. Need, they don't need to. Mm -mm. You know, with this kind of shift of like. You know, Nintendo Direct, State of Play. Yeah. They can just have other people like more Yeah, you don't need doing you know? that being the face of, of Nintendo. He's yeah. just like more just a president, just a business guy. Yeah. Uh not like Reggie. Reggie was the business guy president and he was like the face of Nintendo yeah. America. Yeah. Now it's just like it's it's nothing really. Yeah. Like the the state of play and the state of plays. Well state of plays could do that too, but like the directs now, like they just can get anybody to fucking say somebody working on the game that they're displaying for that direct. They put them on there instead of putting the head of Nintendo on there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like the last of the dying breed. Yeah, I just, I mean, as it goes, it. I don't think it. It sucks if they just fired him, or I mean, I'm not sure they fired him. Like. He's leaving, you yeah. know, on pretty sure good terms. But yeah. Something's, they're shaking stuff up, if that is true. Um, but he doesn't have, like, a, that I heard, like, a Twitter account or anything like that. So he couldn't, he doesn't, either way, like, it's not like, oh, he's been silent ever since, you know? Because he's, he's never so, really yeah. had anything, <laughs> so you can't really tell. Yeah. 
but yeah, it's it's, it's interesting and it's kind of like a, a surprising. But I always find it weird when people are just like, "Oh, something happened, something bad for yeah, Sony," like, and it's just like, no, it's company stuff. Yeah, that's what they do. They do that shit all the time. So, but yeah. Sony Crossplay function for PlayStation 4 has now been completed its beta phase and is a full feature for developers to make use of. Strangely, Sony has made no official announcement about Crossplay being promoted to a full feature. The news instead comes from a Wired article which states that Crossplay is now available to any developer that wishes to implement it in their game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare seems likely to be the first new game to support this at launch, with it being set for a release later this month. The beta phase of PS4 Crossplay included games such as Fortnite and Rocket League, which helped prove the system's compatibilities. Hopefully, from now on, we'll see many more multi-platform games support Crossplay. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Meyer explained to Wired in the same article that Sony has to keep pushing PlayStation and its features in order to survive the next generation. So this is good. Crossplay seems like Sony's not going to be like such an ass about crossplay features between yeah. games. So I'm curious, I'm curious like how, what features they implemented and what they're going to do and, and I wonder how how they're handling it, you know, like, I'm just curious how it's going to be from now on. Is it going to be like a common thing, the crossplay, or is yeah, that what I you're think saying? in a way, it, like, it, it's going to be a common thing, like crossplay yeah. is ha- going to be happening now. It, it, Maybe sooner no, now, with it, no especially bones, if yeah. it as well. Sure. No bones about it, the, it is the future, it has to happen, you know? I'm just really curious how's it gonna work. Like, are we gonna have a separate friends list for Xbox and like Nintendo, oh, Nintendo yeah. or something? Like, or is it just all gonna be one? Just like, like the only way you can tell, kind of like how you if you have an iPhone and you have someone you talk to who, ha- who doesn't have an iPhone, it's in It'd like green, green text. green text, and you can't send certain things or some functions yeah. don't work. You know, so maybe the in-game like they're gonna have their own lobbies like where you can invite friends, friends list through the game instead of like through the system. Yeah, probably something like that. Um, I'm just—it's it, gonna be really cool because it's—it's—I want to see how that future is. Like, this might be the first time we'll have something where it. Of course, it doesn't matter if you have an Xbox or a PlayStation. You yeah. know. Now, are each of them gonna have something where? Oh, an Xbox. But if you have an Xbox, you can do these extra things. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I want to get an Xbox. Really and I want to do these today. extra things. You know, oh, yeah, we can play with each other. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah, we can play with each Ooh, other. But on Xbox, what we can also do is that you can give me items, and you can do this, and then you can send me gifts, and you can do that. Oh, but on PlayStation, you can get free tacos on Tuesdays and play <laughs> with your friends. You know, just like, I wonder what if that's going to be the thing now. Like, hey. Yeah, you can crossplay with your Xbox friends, but oh, you're gonna get these extra features if your friend, both your friends have PlayStation. You know, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's gonna be interesting to see how the next generation is gonna be, what they're gonna, what they're gonna give out, what they're, what they're gonna do. It's it's just gonna be a whole new world. Man. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, Gamespot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. Before we head out for a commercial break, I just want to say the sexy, smooth voice you hear introduce us on 3PC News is my buddy, Terry. And you know what? Terry has a YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Terry does have a YouTube channel. You could find it under Terry Smith. Or just search under toys, 
will be toys. Do you like action figures? Yes, do I do. Do you like statues? I love them. Do you love hot toys? Fuck yeah. I'm talking about hot fucking toys. Hot toys. Then check out Toys what Will I Be want. Toys from Terry Smith, the voice of 3PC News. Also, check out Terry Smith on Instagram. He puts out some supreme photos of figures, statues, and if you want to see his collection, he has a great collection video walkthrough where he explains where he gets his collections, everything he gets. Sometimes, hey man, he might have some prototype stuff to show off. Mm-hmm. Really cool. If you like that stuff, does he check still do Terry. like the how to pose them and stuff? Uh, you can check out some of his older ones, and he, when he opens up new boxes and stuff, okay. it's it's mm, ah, it's yeah, beautiful. I've seen, seen the ones where like how to pose them. He like some people just pose them like really stupid. They look they look like. They look like dolls, but he he poses them like to make them look like yeah. life like like yeah. say uh, the he did one with Marty McFly, he has a backpack on and it makes it look like the backpack is kind of weighing his shoulder down a little bit. Dude, Terry was the one who showed me how to do it. Yeah, he told me about weight and balance and uh, everything. Made my collection of figures wow <laughs> beautiful. I learned from the master. You should too. Check out Toys Will Be Toys on YouTube under Terry Smith or Toys Will Be Toys. Also check out his Instagram at Terry underscore Smith underscore toy underscore photography. Check him out. Follow him. Terry is the man. His sexy smooth voice. We highly appreciate him for providing it. Terry, we love you. We miss you. You the man. No, he didn't (laughs) die. (laughs) You made it seem like you did. Okay, this you know what this week I always have to come up with topics for this show, right? This is you know I'm just gonna let Bethel do it. Okay, I always have to fuck. I've been doing it for 228 episodes, <laughs> man. You can make a fucking topic up, and you know what? I'm not gonna give you that much shit. You've helped with some stuff, you know. Joe, not really, but you know. But I've done a lot of them. You come up with this week's. I topic. got one. Oh shit! Right away. All right. <laughs> no, no. Best display of food in a video game. Best display of food yeah. in a video game. Oh my god. Best display of food in a video game. There's one game that popped in my mind you're gonna get fucking mad. I think I know what you're saying. What? Final Fight? Final Fight? Oh, one of the one of the beat 'em ups where the little turkeys. No! The one of your favorite series, Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> Why? Cause the food looked fucking good in that. Yeah. I hated that game. Like okay, I, I I okay that game, uh, it didn't play horribly. It doesn't look horrible. As a Final Fantasy game, I didn't dig it. If you mm. dug it again, like I always say, that's awesome. You do you. I, oh okay. Anyway, the food looked good. Like what kind of food is it? Oh shit! Let me show you. <laughs> it's like one of the guys, not Noctis, uh, Prompto. No, it's not Prompto. What the fuck is his name? I forget his name. One of the guys does cooking on uh, on. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. So depending on what you find, like food ingredients and stuff, he can make like stuff that like will boost up like your health or boost up your attack power, stuff like that when you eat it overnight in the campsite. And then they show it, and then like sometimes I'd be like, man, I'm hungry. 
Like you'd see it. It looked delicious. Right, so that's just a bread. slice of bread. That looks <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good looking slice of bread. Not gonna lie. Looks pretty tasty. I don't know what the fuck that is. There is Paris style chocobo. Those are chocobo legs. I don't know what those are. Grizzled, oiled, gri- drizzled steamed steam fish. fish. Oil drizzled steamed fish. Grease monkey, monkey schnitzel sandwich. You, you can a breaded o- cutlet with tomato. That looks pretty tasty. You can actually also do uh, cook up a couple of noodles. Nice. Oh yeah, I remember the the Final Fantasy couple noodles bullshit. Yeah. Everyone got mad about that. Why? Because it was like advertising in the game. Look, you got oh, some french fries, fries dish, and chia. Why did they jiggle like jello, though? They, the french fries on here, they jiggle like jello. The physics are wrong on here. All right, two out of ten in the game. The stew, see the roast stew? That jiggled like a stew. Yeah. It <laughs> looked thick. We were rating jiggleness of stewness. Yeah. But would you say, like, this is nice looking food? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a, what's a good looking food in the game for you? Uh, it's anything in the Yakuza series because it's all like real pictures. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. Oh, the ramen the in that looks so good. But, dude, how cool would it be if like Karyu was like eating one of these and he was like, mm. oh. <laughs> you know what? Actually, the food in uh in Monster Hunter. Yes. That actually was not bad. The fish. Like I was like, man, I could cook for some fish right now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times you cook fish. And like the the cats cook it, it looks all cool. Yeah, but you but you need to have that. You need to have a hat. You have to have a cat cook it. Yeah, you got it. So what's all the food doing? This does it give you energy too? Like yeah, like health? see see right there. Like okay, on this food oh, right here, attributes. it says attack uh, boost level. Oh, okay, level HP twelve boost. HP boost. Uh, okay, but yeah, that that food on there looks really good. Not bad. Yeah, not bad, Jesse. So that's our whole topic. Let me think of another one. <laughs> I mean, we can, I mean, like, food and games, you even got, like, any of the Final Fight games or Streets of Rage, yeah. you're getting food out of trash. That's unhealthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not good. The I'm hamburger, sick. it could be dirty. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, rotten. You know, it's not healthy for you uh-huh. to eat that. I would say eating in Yakuza is fun. Yeah. Even though you're not really eating. Yeah. Where in Final Fantasy 15, it was just like, oh, okay, we'll cook up something because it'll give me a boost. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. When you eat in Yakuza, you would get some, you know, depending on what you're eating or if you eat stuff in the menu in a, in a place, um, it's mostly for health, but sometimes it would give you extra experience points on certain areas. Yeah. But I would just do it because I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry for this. You know, I'm going <laughs> to get this. You know, he should get this and yeah. stuff to fill up his, you know, for him eating. And I think it in Yakuza, it's the, for me, it's perfectly implemented in in that. So, yep. All right, you know what? Beto can't think of anything else. Uh-huh. This is why I'm the one. Yeah. To come right. up with the topics. Let me do it. I thought of one, but it just wasn't that long of a topic. So. All right, for you, Beto, you have gotten into starting to collect and gather for your retro gaming. Accessory stuff. Um, what are you looking at? So far, starting off collecting games, collecting systems. How are you going through it? Like, are how are you choosing your collection? What are you choosing it from? And uh, not what your end goal is, but what do you want to achieve when you're, you're starting your collection? Um, 
no real achievements. I just feel like uh, I want to have old games. I'm just building up a collection, really, of of the stuff that I had as a kid, stuff that I never played. Um, there's no real like formula or, or pattern that I'm following to get it. It's just like if something that I find interesting or if I played or haven't played in a long time, I want to look for it. And the the sooner the better, because maybe the prices go up. <laughs> But Beto, why even buy old stuff when you can just buy a Super Nintendo Mini or a Nintendo Mini or a Sega Genesis Mini? Like, why even buy those? Why buy the old ones? Um, For yourself. Your, your I guess because, I don't know, it's, it's really... Part of it's like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like I, I would have as a kid. Um... But also, I mean, I, I just I'm I like collecting things. Like I've always, even as a, like when I was in like high school and stuff, I'd buy DVDs. That was like probably my biggest collection of anything that I have. It's just a bunch of DVDs, and then I guess just I just found an interest in in uh, retro games now again. What so far with what you've collected and what you've gathered, what is the most? For you, what is the most treasured possession you have in games? Uh, I bought this a long time ago, before I even started collecting m- more frequently. It was uh, Ninja Gaiden on the NES. I bought it complete in box, and it's like mm-hmm. a really good condition box. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's my most prized possession. I don't know how much it costs now. Like it, it was pretty, somewhat pretty cheap when I bought it originally. 50, 60 bucks so, now? Something like that. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't that expensive. I, I think price gone up slightly, but but yeah, I'd say that because that's like my favorite game, like almost probably ever. Yeah. So being being able to have that and in a good condition box, complete, that's that's pretty dope to have. Yeah. Mm. What is your holy grail? Holy grail. What is the thing you want, regardless of price? But like, man, if you can fucking get it, you would get it. And you had the money, just hands down, boom! I'm getting this. If I had the money, so we went to uh, a long time ago. Went to Leo's arcade, mm-hmm. and he had a Famicom box. Oh yeah, yeah. And just a, a an NES the Japanese version, and it just had what twelve games in it that yeah. you could play. Uh-huh. I I thought that was dope. I'd never seen that before, and I just, I'd see it pop up on eBay every once in a while. I was like, fuck, that's cool. Like I would I would love to have one of those. At How home. much would they go for? I was like. Fuck, dude! I want to say like five hundred bucks, maybe more. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. But yeah. I would just—it's just such a cool little. It's unique and something box. different. Yeah. yeah, I would say that, dude, because it just looked look cool. What would have. what would be the most useless thing you would want to buy? Useless? Yeah. Probably Final Fantasy Seven. Well, okay. What's this? Okay, is there a series of something you want to collect to complete? Is there anything like a series, or is there something you want to complete? Like, have a be a completionist on a certain thing, whether tiny or big. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, like a collection me, of a series of games. If you want it to be a series, or let's say for you, it could be like, oh, every console I owned as a kid, mm-hmm. or for me, like I have every. Metal Gear Solid game 
released in America. Yeah. Every version. Yeah. The only thing I don't have because I refuse to get it is just the after Kojima got fired. Yeah. There was the Metal Gear Solid Five complete experience or whatever it was called, and then Metal Gear Sur- Metal Survive. Gear Survive. Like no, I'm not touching those. To me, that's not part of it. They took out Kojima's name. Uh, I have every copy, American copy of a Metal Gear game, uh, and I'm pretty sure I do. I don't think I've missed a single one, and I think I have. Yeah, that's how I have it. Like I don't collect. Everything Metal Gear. Now, if I threw in, I have like two or three Japanese Metal Gear games. Um, but if I were to get everything and Japanese, no way. There yeah. would be no way. No way whatsoever. I have every physical game of a Metal Gear game. Yeah. You know, I think the only thing I don't have complete in box, but I don't know if it had a box, was Metal Gear Solid for the PC. I have that one. But I don't think it originally came in a box, but I could be wrong. But I do have Sons of Liberty in PC in a box. So, yeah. I'd say if anything is completion, because uh, the Zelda series, because, okay. I mean, all the boxes, like, they're they're always, like, really pretty boxes. Mm-hmm. They were, the designs of them were always really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say that, because there's so many games, too, and they're expensive. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know, it'd just be, like, nice to display. Because i seen, I mean, just... Yeah, like I said, the 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 art style of each case is like so nice. Yeah. Uh, well, at least the old ones, like the the mm-hmm. sixty four ones and uh, Super Nintendo, Link to the Past. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool box. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was collecting my Metal Gear, I was like, I'm never gonna get a complete American release of of Zelda. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I think I almost have it. Complete uh, Zelda games in America. Oh, really? Yeah. What else? See? I didn't even. I didn't even mean to. Yeah. Uh, I need. I forget which which Oracle game I need. I have one of the Oracle games. I don't know if it's Seasons or Ages. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's Ages. I need Seasons. I forget. I gotta. I gotta double check. I think that's the only thing I'm missing. And not that. Not the Panasonic or Philips CDI. No, not not the the Wand of Gamelon. No, yeah, not yeah. that. I wouldn't fucking get those. It's the same thing with like Snake or. Uh, Snake's Revenge for the Nintendo. Like, I do have Snake's Revenge for the Nintendo and the Metal Gear um, Metal Gear for Nintendo, but I didn't care to get them. They were just given to me. Yeah. And the only reason is because Kojima didn't work on those. Well, he didn't work on the port of Metal Gear on NES, mm-hmm. and he had nothing to do with uh, Snake's Revenge, but I had them because people gave it to me, you know? Also, uh, Ronnie got me uh, Metal Gear Solid VR Missions. Do you remember when he gave me that? Uh-uh. Ronnie gave me Metal Gear Solid VR Missions uh, complete in in case everything. And we went to a midnight for something, and he was there, and he just gave it to me. <laughs> just randomly? Yeah, he was yeah. like, here you go, man. Yeah, and I just remember being like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I don't even remember what fucking movie it was. All I remember was just like, I got VR Missions. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think I just familiar. had a discussion with him. He just got it for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He does the the song for third party control podcast. Yeah, so Ronnie, thank you. Fuck, I gotta get this guy on here though. But shit, <laughs> I'm saving that time. I n- I already know what it is. I was gonna say what peripheral you want, but you want that Wu Tang controller. <laughs> I know you want that, but is there anything else besides the Wu Tang controller that you kind of want? Peripheral, or why? Per- peripheral. 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 Um, that Hori GameCube controller that's shaped like a Super Nintendo. That's just dope. 
not just because it's expensive, yeah, but it just looks really yeah, it's looks, cool. Yeah, yeah. I wish there's some things I wish I grabbed back in the day. Yeah, that thing's nice. It's like it looks. I don't know. It just yeah. it looks like old Super Nintendo, just with the button layout of a GameCube, and it just seems like uh, I don't know, comfy. Any expensive game you'd want to get? Expensive game. I I mean. I, I could just mention the most expensive game ever, but I think it's like really not. Uh, but that you actually want. Yeah. Expensive game. Hmm. Probably just a sealed copy of Ninja Gaiden. Like a nice, brand new sealed copy of Ninja Gaiden. Mm, it would probably just be 100 something. I don't so? think it'd be too expensive. I don't know. Probably I don't think a that. sealed copy. I, you, I mean, I want to say maybe double, maybe a bit more, maybe. Anywhere, my guess would be anywhere from 100 to 150 bucks. Really? I don't think it's too expensive. I think like Ninja Gaiden 2 is like crazy expensive. I want to say 3 is more expensive. I think one of those, one of those one sequels of two is or like three. super expensive. Yeah. Let's see that. What's something game-wise that people collect where you're just like, I wouldn't do that? Like, I don't I don't know why people get this, and I'm just like... It's not that I don't know why people get it. It's just, uh... It just, I... Most of the time, it's just that stuff that doesn't interest me, like Minecraft. People collect oh, a lot okay. of Minecraft stuff, yeah, yeah. and they're all about that. I'm just like, it's not. I'm not into that. So, what kind of collector are you? Would you say a uh, nostalgia collector? I guess like stuff that I liked as a kid, old generation. I'll I'll, I'll collect from Nintendo, the NES, on to like. I mean, anything recent, really. But no PS2. Atari Twenty Six Hundred. No, see, that's the thing I don't, I don't really care for. <laughs> It's more stuff you grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to get just because of the memory? Memory? Like, you don't even care to play it. You just want to buy it for the memory. Like, I, I don't know. I'll throw in an example. You want to get 1080 because that kid deleted your uh, score? <laughs> no. Uh... It's all in Ninja Gaiden? Yeah. You completed everything, then you're out. I don't have to collect anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm done, guys. <laughs> but yeah. All right, cool. Well, that was a good topic. What'd you think? That's cool. 10 out of 10 topics? <laughs> What's my best? What's the best topic? Would you rate one of my topics was the best one that I ever came up with? I like talking about the beat em ups. I like how you edited that too. It was cool. That took for that took yeah. a long time, but that was fun. Yeah, our beat em up episode. Check that out. Our beat em up episode. It's, uh, it's been, It was like two, three years ago. It was good stuff. <laughs> it took me forever to do, but it was fun. But yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's Third Party Controller Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Esparza. And we may not be as good as everyone else. But we kind of get the job done later. What does that mean for the future of gaming? Find out when we talk about it. Bitch. I don't know, dude. This new generation of consoles, I'm telling it's you, gonna I have a feeling. It's going to end racism. <laughs> We're all going to come together. 
Uh, no, um, 